We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back on the Lucky Lefty podcast. And left, <laughs> we were talking about this pre-show. According to uh, Charles Barkley, there's an article on Bleacher Report that says, if you work with an idiot, you can ask to be bought out. <laughs> we learned that in the post-game coverage of the NBA Finals last night on NBA TV. And uh, jokingly, he was referencing what is going on over at Fox Sports between Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. And you asked me a question, left talking about how in the world can he can he get a buyout? And I don't know what took place, bro. Something had to take that place. <laughs> Something had to take place where his lawyers were able to say, hey, this work environment or something. It's not conducive. Yeah, they had to prove, you know, racism or something or prejudice. They had to prove you, something. Is that, that that severe of a reason? Man. Because I'm like, that is kind of odd. That don't just happen. But at the same time, I don't understand all the skip hate. Do you think that he gives bad takes? I think he has really objective takes at times. I think sometimes too analytical when it comes to numbers. But I, you, I think Skip's pretty good at, at you know his debate topics and what he's talking about. I don't think he's just. I hate the the cop out. Oh, you can't score four points on your own high school team argument because I do think there is a space for. Uh, people to talk about the sport. But but everything is nuanced. Everything is nuanced, right? And certain people, I look, I have friends that are in podcasting that flat out feel like I, I have knowledge and I can talk about sports just like anybody playing in the league. Yeah. If that's, if that's the way you feel, that's fine and dandy, but you don't have the same level of knowledge, my man. You don't. It's, it's a different level of knowledge. First of all, I've been a Notre Dame fan longer than you have been connected to Notre Dame. Right. But but I, I yield to your football knowledge pretty much all the time when it comes to certain things. You played the game. I didn't, bro, and I don't have a problem taking a step back and saying, yo, he played the game. Like, don't listen to me. I say it all the time. Yo, this dude said it. Like, right, but as a – but as a okay, factor in the entertainment value of what the TV is and the debate show set up as itself, I think it's, uh-huh. you know, it's like common man versus – remember Joe's versus pros? <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. It's it's that, but in debate topics, how I'm my perspective of it, where obviously the man ain't played and probably couldn't play today at any stretch of the imagination. But that's not the point when it's regarding the entertainment value of both of their opinions, you know, because yeah, you may have some 
Yeah, but see, Skip falls into things. Yeah. But from the show perspective, Skip knows more about a wider range of uh, sports than I think Shannon does. From a from a literary and writer perspective, the connections. Just like yeah, yeah from a connect, but also I, just I, I, I could I could agree with that. He's been around the game and covered multiple sports, you know, to a great extent. I, I can agree with that. But also I lack respect for Skip Bayless and Nick Wright because they've attached their ascension. Wait a minute. They've attached their ascension to a person and not their work. Okay. Well, I thought Nick was gonna see. I don't know. Maybe see, I don't Nick know. I Nick has attacked Nick came up because he was the dude that started the greatest. Uh, LeBron is the greatest. That was his whole rise to fame. Oh, okay, okay. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't respect that. Like, just be good at your job. You don't have to have somebody's testes in your hands in order to be good at your job. And people would say that about Shannon. Skip, skip all facts. Facts. Shannon is guilty of it as well. (laughs) But see, Skip, on the other hand, he tries to do it and then act like he doesn't do it. Come on, man. You have tied yourself to Tom Brady for the last 20 years on multiple networks. Oh, for sure. For sure. So it's like, stop. That, for me, is where I lose respect, you know, because it's like, and that's where the argument with Shannon came in. His love affair with Tom Brady, which is outside (laughs) of the argument in the debate, he allowed that to come into play, and you have the situation that you have. So for me, I'm one of the individuals that will yield to the actual playing experience of an athlete and say, yo, there's some things that I can learn. I don't think Skip Bayless thinks he can learn anything from an athlete. I don't. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And, and they're in, lot, that, in that and, realm of debate and how he basically, I mean, he runs the whole thing. It's kind of what you sign up for, in my opinion. And it's like he doesn't think that. So with that being said, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Skip is getting to the point where he's getting ready to retire <laughs> yeah. in a minute anyway. So Skip might have another four or five years. I didn't and know he was 71. That's crazy. You know, and and yes, the topics are repetitive, but Andrew, Andrew, I agree, but I can't really put that on skip. I I, I had this rant two weeks ago, didn't I left? How how lazy the producers at these networks have gotten. Yeah. They're just lazy. They're lazy. (laughs) They have a two-hour show, and they say if we produce 
and get topics for the first hour, we could just regurgitate the same topics. That's and ESPN. change in the second hour, and that's a two-hour show. That's all they give you. It's lazy, but the ratings prove that if it works. About, but if you think about it, that's hard too now because you are everyday television, 24-7 sports. Man. That's it's crazy. Gotta have people working now. That's great. <laughs> so now let me ask you a question. Are you interested in seeing Tom Brady in, in the booth now or in the studio talking football? Not really. I mean, I don't know. I just think there's a there's a healthy separation. Like, for instance, I like Jeff Van Gundy uh <laughs> on the commentary. Uh even though he probably is not as good as LeBron James. I think he has a lot of good comments, except when he talks about how he would change the NBA format and get rid of half times and free throws. Right. Other than that, I I enjoy in terms of watching the game. Uh huh. Yeah, you can't pass up some of that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's no different than how Snoop Dogg does all these random events. Like he'll do the Olympics. They do like a wing challenge. It's just a personality. Okay, he don't know nothing about the Olympics, but I bet you he got a lot of people to watch uh, curling when he was up there talking about it. You know what I mean? And let me tell you something. That is, look, this is the respect. I'll give you guys a little, you know, the journey of Lucky Lefty Podcast and and Sean Davis in particular because Malik played for Notre Dame and already has um, well-entrenched roots within the program. Uh, I come on and let's be honest, you know, when I walk into the media room at Notre Dame, it's a lot of different reasons why I stand out. (laughs) Uh, yeah. The one in particular. But it's a lot of different reasons to stand out. And shout and out to my guys. Every question. And I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. My guy, Our guys, Drew and LaVon, both cover Notre Dame sports. And they cover all the sports. They're oh, locally. Oh, and, they they do a, and, and both of them do a fantastic job for 57. Down there in South Bend. The shout out LaVon's been on the show with us, LaVon Whitaker. And I got Andrew. That covers uh, Notre Dame sports as well. But, yes, we step in the room at Notre Dame, and it's noticeable. It's noticeable. <laughs> and with that being said, you know, not only noticeable to the other media people, but it's noticeable to those that are in communications for Notre Dame. Right? <laughs> like, I remember walking into practice and walking in, and one of the uh, communications people walked up, to me behind me, young lady, and said, Sean. And I'm like, oh, I've never met you in my life. Uh, I'm sure I'm pretty easy to know who I am, right? You know, they got <laughs> rosters of, uh, like, the White House press secretary got the rosters of people's pictures and stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, well, if he's the only but the only one out of the bunch. I so, really- you know, coming into that situation, I chose to come in um, humbly. Right, starting a podcast, working for Irish Breakdown, doing recruiting. I came in humbly and I introduced myself to people and people that kind of shut. I get man, you know, why I love Eric Hansen? Yeah, he's one of the first people that showed love. You see, he is Ty, a good Tyler, dude. Tyler James is one of the first people to Tyler show James love. Is a good dude, he's you a know what I'm saying. And there were others, there were others that that said, Yo, what's up. Show probably, love, probably not and, man. You show love, you get love. Okay. You show love and get love. And then there were others that didn't say as much and just kind of stood back and watched. So I took the same approach. That was that. There were others that decided when we started the podcast to take little uh, subliminal shots on their message boards and on their podcast. And I'm not the dude to sit back. Yeah, they was trying to. If you can say something, I'm gonna hop on my platform and say something too. Trying to hit you with the sidebars, you know. And then when I saw you, when we got back to practices, it was like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because we're not, we're not doing that. Uh... We're not doing that, you know. (laughs) So, man, I'm a lover, bro. I'm a lover of people. 
you know, but at the same time, you know, it takes love to get love. And that's the approach I took. And that would because I'm the newbie, bro. A, I'm trying to gain knowledge and build relationships in the building. I wasn't trying to come in and kick over chairs and, you know, no, it was like, yo, let me take it. Let me be the one that sits back and let things play out. And, yo, when I saw Casper trying to take shots, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. That's, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, and that is, yo, that's just like a sneak peek into, we say it all the time. There's way too much meat on the Notre Dame media bone. That's right. Everybody can eat. It's like four or five websites, four or five message boards, up to 10 podcasts. Everybody can eat. You know why? Because Notre Dame fans love content about Notre Dame. Absolutely. So they're going to watch Irish Breakdown. They're going to watch Lucky Lefty. They're going to lock on Notre Dame. They'll watch it all if they can get content and information. See, the difference with us, though, and how we spend it different is like hot dogs. Uh-oh. Not the hot Everybody. dogs. <laughs> Everybody enjoys hot dogs, being in Notre Dame content. But when you come to the Lucky Lefty podcast, you find out what's in the hot dog. Yeah, that's what not what people are asking. People just said, "Oh, give me the brat, give me the the the, the Frankfurter, give me the give me the old uh, what's the ballpark classic." But nobody said, "What's the content details of the hot dog?" What's what's the inner workings of the Notre Dame football program? That's where you come to find what's in the hot dog at the Lucky Lefty podcast. These other podcasts, they just serving the hot dog. You're not asking what's in it. You they just getting regurgitated information. It's just a hot dog. Good content. But you want to know what's in your hot dog? You want to know what Marcus Freeman is really thinking? What ideas that the apparel companies can really have for Marcus Freeman? You want to know what they really into? You got to come here. So there is meat on the bone. For everybody. For everybody. And you know us. We will have people from other podcasts all with us. We don't do we don't do that all. You're with that, you're you're with that group. We can't, we can't talk to you guys. Man, we don't do that crap. No. We don't do that crap. I man, I've had convers I've had words, cordial words to Tom Lloyd. That's it. That's it, right? But yet still one of the people that introduced me to the game of recruiting. We had him on the show, Steve Wilfong. Yeah, he's my that's, first that's, journalist writer. Yo, that's my that's my dude. You know what I'm saying? We go back. So, I don't, man. If we see need to have Tom Loyal, we'll have more. Like, we don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't have these hangups, man. It's too, it's too much fun to be had, too much great content and conversation to create, and way too much meat on the bone. It's no day football, bro. It's the best. I'm blessed. I'm absolutely blessed to co-host with this dude, and talk about the biggest brand in college football. I'm Jesus. blessed. Man, I don't have time to put limits on myself because of emotions. Man, we'll rock with anybody. You got to get that news out there because there's a lot of it. Absolutely. We'll rock with anybody that wants to talk Notre Dame in college football. Matter of fact, we've been saying we're going to have Eric Hansen on the show. We're going to make it happen. We broke bread with Eric Hansen, not this – Two years ago at the Blue and Gold game. Gold game. Him and his friends. I'm telling you, man. Yo, so that whole Shannon and Skip thing, bro, is comical. Yeah. But it is. It's comical, but it is really a byproduct of something that is oozing through the entire industry. Uh, really? Every sport, bro. Just. There are people now with the advent of podcasts that feel like they know just as much, bro. I <laughs> I know just as much as you. All right, that's fine. But can you do what I do? Right? That's like the dude that says, I rap better than Young Thug. 
but can do you have his swag? Do you, whatever it is that makes him young thug, do you have it? And if you don't, unfortunately, he's blessed. Yeah, and sometimes you gotta chalk it up. Yeah, you know, it's just like he just got it in this area of whatever we doing. Nothing wrong with that. It, it, but that just gives you variation. It's good to see somebody. That's what they say the, the 33 rule. Yeah. Hang out with people that are just as smart, not as smart, and smarter. Yeah. Get you a good balance. So, hey. the average dudes, you, you know. Like Jay Carr said, Thugger Swag is wearing a dress. It's 2023. That works now. Wouldn't have worked 10 years ago. Time out. It's hey. Hey, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's you not call it a dress. You, you call it what you want to call it now. I'm just saying. Y'all don't understand fashion. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, shout out to Thugger. <laughs> so. Uh, I want to talk about this as well, because maybe you could give the impact of the people around you. And maybe you could point this out, because maybe, you know, a discussion needs to be had about, because we talked about, you know, gun safety and, and players on football teams having guns and why and coming from different backgrounds and let me tell you something, man. Whether it's sports or life, always think about the impact of the people around you, especially when, you, when you're still ascending in your career or in your life. And I just fear, like we talked about this yesterday, I fear the worst for this young man, Jodger uh, Barrett. Worse meaning like some band or a year? No, I, I talked to, talk to multiple people. Of course, from my time working at ESPN, I know the beat writers, you know, that cover the NBA beat, reached out, reached out to a couple of them. They pretty much in, in unison separately said, you're looking at 30 games. Oh, that's okay. You're looking Ooh. at 30. That's that's a good little chunk, but I'm you're looking at 30. How people were thinking it'd be a year or something. You're looking at 30. And is that a max? Is that like the max you can get or something like that? No, you can get up to a year. But I think with this, I do believe with this, the blessing for him is there is no precedent for a situation like this because no laws have been broken. The law of optics. So this is this is basically no, this is just basically the league elevating the the logo. Yeah, that's all it is. To say, yo, you cannot mess the brand up. This is and brand punishment. This is brand punishment, and this is something that has to be reached between the office and the Players Association. So I fully expect the conversation was Adam Silver came in with around 50 games, and the Players Association came in around 25, and, they, and they'll settle somewhere in between. That's crazy how you get in trouble on a scale like that for non-illegal things, you know. No, he's a second-time offender. Of it's a non-illegal thing. That's, that's it doesn't matter. We had a conversation. We tapped you on the yeah, wrist. That, that part, that part, okay. But it's like you know, he's still grown man too now. Oh, it's absolutely a grown man situation, but bro, it, it's just never good. If I had a regular nine to five job, I wouldn't be posting a gun on my IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's, it's some things you want to have some empathy for the young man and the other things you just feel like that's common sense. You're just not exercising common sense. And he, he did. Maybe it's a it's common sense to us who knew what life was before social media. That could be the case as well. Social media, you like, what's the... They don't see that there's supposed to be a veil between do you, social media and real life. Do you feel that there needs to be conversations between coaches and administrations and schools about 
social media on college campuses. Because you have so many diverse young men coming from different areas. Should there be a focus? This is really what I wanted to get to. Should there be a focus at Notre Dame? And that's not to say that they don't have it already, but you know, should there be a focus at Notre Dame with social media and making sure you post the right things? And I mean, I don't know. I just I don't really know about the digital policing. I don't think it's a I think it's a slippery slope when we digitally police and censor things from a morals perspective, only because everybody lives by different morals, you know. Facts. Facts. So it's hard to do the policing by people's feelings. And that's just objectively, I don't like it. Now, obviously, you can't. I mean, it's in real life, which is so different between that and social media, in real life, people just don't say whatever they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. it's real life consequences. The whole you can that's what I was I said in a tweet today. They should study the personalities of a person that's on social media and texting compared to who they are in real life. Like when we say LOL, we're not really laughing for real in real life, but we're texting it. But in the text, that's a real we laughing for real, you know what I'm saying? So the censorship on people's ego, in a sense, is just like, come on. I think if there was just consequences and people got beat up for saying stuff, if I wouldn't say stuff anymore. But I just think it's hard to police it, hard to manage it. And then it's people are too sensitive and subjective about it right now in the whole realm of people's feelings getting hurt and, you know, determining what is hate speech and not hate speech. It's like, you have, you know, whatever. So I do think that there's uh, a realization also that, uh, for instance, black people, we've been getting talked about for a long time and there ain't been no laws against that. So until that happens, everybody else will, you know, now you know how it feels. <laughs> The, the, the last part was standing. You, it's <laughs> just like saying, you know, everybody's in this huge recession, and you know, a lot of people in the projects already been broke. So this is not like a world is ending. We, you know, some of us. No, been- but I, I just expect the access to be even greater as time moves on. If you think access to people is at a peak right now, you just wait. You just wait. Because that is the technology they the technology they have coming down the line. Bro, I was just talking to that note. I was just with my brother who is a writer producer on the gospel side of things. And we were just talking to people about uh, artists in the process of creating apps to release their own music to cut yeah. to, to cut out to cut out the distributors of the streaming platforms so they can get their own money, like uh, in, in the ways and the testing they have to go through and everything, the trademark and everything, but it's coming. It's coming. And That'd it's access. Why if like Kodak Black had his own app and everything was there and you didn't get it, you have to download the app. Yeah. But it also like you gotta have you gotta maximize that space. You gotta have like it's just it's like almost an artist is being a a company, not even a person anymore. You gotta have yeah. you gotta have current news. You gotta have yeah. stuff coming back. Yeah, so it is kind of like blended into everything these days. Because I'm sure. Like things are different in 2023 when Malik Zaire arrived on campus in 2013. Bro, um, I'm sure whether it was you or another teammate, I'm sure it was somebody on the squad. You were like, this dude does not need an IG. Please, oh, do, please do not get this dude an IG. <laughs> He'll mess around and get us all in trouble. No, for real. And we were on the cusp of like that being kind of like this new generation is everything's on the camera. We was more like, oh, we have a 
what is this? Yeah. You know, this is kind of cool. It's, but we didn't know what to put on there. And it was still, we lived in the time of we ain't, why would we put ourselves on camera doing stupid stuff? Uh-huh. We still had that common sense. I don't know when that uh, came out of the generation of common sense. Just who records their own crimes? Right. <laughs> like, for real. Like, everybody knew, even when cameras was out, like, a little different when it came to other stuff, but you ain't putting no crimes on camera, let alone on the internet. I, I don't even know how you explain that one. You know, we did a, t- a, bun- a bunch of honoring stuff. Can you imagine if social media was at its height when all of the stuff that was happening, like Tommy got in trouble multiple Tommy times at parties? Tommy, Tommy would be, be thank you. He Think about be- that. If Tommy <laughs> Reese had been in Notre Dame just six years later, Tommy Reese, yeah, because that video would have gone viral. People would have people would have been having a problem with it. How's he in that position? Absolutely. How's he in that position? And that goes to show you the difference between it being in print and the difference between everybody seeing it. Yeah, yeah. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. Because we've all read the stories. We know what took place. But seeing it would have taken it to an entirely different level. And now his coaching career would have been impacted, and that's crazy. So moving forward, and I'm sure a lot of programs do sit down and talk to these kids, especially when they come in about their social media. And Amir is over the player development department there at Notre Dame now. So that might be part of his task. But like you said, it's only so far you can go when it comes to censoring what people are able to do with their social media. Yeah, and it's uh, and wait, and wait, with NIL, NIL would keep a lot of these kids from doing anything stupid because they don't want to mess up their money. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the top three percent though. But this is that's still true. that. That's true. It's just, it's just the way social media is. It's like almost too good to be true. Yeah, there's a ton of value that you can find in it. People have some success with it, but from an overall schematics of things Mm -hmm. i just don't find it as useful as it appears to be like chat gpt it looks very useful but i'm sure there's something about it that's you know it's getting all the information or something you know what i mean and it's it's got to be a trick to it but at the same time it's still a new frontier in a lot of aspects yeah nil is a new frontier absolutely Nobody this is the thing. (laughs) Brian and I, I want to get your opinion on this because Brian made a point today. He said the NIL landscape, one of the things that irritates him the most are the people that are managing this NIL money acting as if they're all about the kids and we just love the kids so much. No, this is a new industry and you're trying to find you're trying to find a way to make money as this industry expands and you're trying to get in on the ground floor. So just be like honest gold. about it. Like gold. When the gold brush came, it was thousands of people. Absolutely. Was everybody, everybody come out rich? No, but there's a lot of people that never had family riches that got right. rich. Right. That's the hope. This whole NIL thing, even with Brandon, it seemed like a genius idea. Starting the NIL company as a player, for the player, that whole thing. Now it's like 15,000 copies of it. And now it's kind of like, do they even need them? Right. You know what I mean? Do right. they even, nobody knows. It could be huge. He could be, Brandon could be on the cusp of a billion dollars if it streamlined itself as to this how you make money and do it big. But right now it's like, like before Nike took over the game, everybody's trying to figure out how to how to break the breakthrough. You know yeah. It'll be interesting to see in five years from now. I think it'll happen that fast. Us get a a clear version or a book or a lay of the land or a, you know uniform identity on NIL. Well, see, that's why the people in that landscape is trying to get on the ground floor. That's why they're trying to fight so hard against capping this this whole thing. Yeah. They don't want it to cap. You know, they want someone to come in and eclipse what Nico I and Maliba got. 
Like, what do you think? You think Brady Quinn's even Brady Quinn's thing is that a that thing is a collective for Notre Dame? Is it more for? Is it? It's for. It's for. Yeah, Notre that's Dame. that's different from Brandon. I think Brandon is actually trying to create opportunities for college athletes in all sports across the landscape and connect them to the right brands. So, but at the same time, Brandon is look. Brandon's trying to make money. That's what I'm saying. That's what Brand, it, 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 it's clear, right? It's like yeah. he making something now. Like he, hey, you know, you know. So every, <laughs> none of you guys are slick. Everyone's trying to act like they have such a big heart. Yeah, they have no. such a big heart. Uh, yeah. yeah. On the back so, end. You know what I'm saying? On the back end, if, they, if it works out, you're like, yeah, I, that feels good. And I said something today. Jack Swarbrick wants to be the Jerry Jones of college football. Just watch how he moves. He's looking for his Pepsi deal. Well, he's, 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 man, he sticks his nose in football business, right? He's very powerful amongst the ADs across college football. He's connected to the biggest brand in college football. The Dallas Cowboys are arguably the biggest brand in the NFL. Wait a minute. Hold on. The only thing is. I said arguably, man. <laughs> get 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 him out the bus. Jerry loves his players, though, now. He loves his players. You trying to say Jack doesn't love his players? Jack, If Jack loved his players like Jerry did, he'd throw that money around for NIL. That's the only difference. Okay. I mean, that's I won't Jerry argue that. Spend that money now. If you I like, won't argue that. If Jack gave uh, Ian a setup like they like Jerry gave Zeke fifty million. Oh man, he blessed Zeke. He definitely blessed Zeke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely blessed. He blessed that too, coming off that injury. Oh, oh yeah. Well, they messed that one up because they waited too long. But they had to bless that. Idiots could have had Trevor Lawrence. All they had to do was tank. That's all they had. As soon as Dak went down, all they had to do was tank. They would have had Trevor Lawrence. And here we go. No, they just wanted some more Dak. Just the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, man. But no, that's Jack Swarbrick. About today, the uh, Eagles is trying to get Russell Wilson, and he said no. Ooh, so that cat, that cat, Sean Payton must not must not be feeling Russ like that. No, this was uh, before he went to Broncos. Oh, before he went to the Broncos, I know they're happy they got Jalen. Cheaper option, and probably better at this point in their careers. Yeah, he did. He did. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So just to summarize what we've been talking about, social media, everything that's happening and surrounding John Moran athletes. Is there a conversation that needs to be had with a brand like Notre Dame, who just got that AAU certification? May not mean that they're going to a conference, but, yo, it's for research. You know, and it elevates them. It's just another piece of paper to have. It's with a, the brand, right? Now, what is it? It's a the AAU certification for research, and it's that's connected. A lot of people trying to connect that to the Big Ten, uh, because most Big Ten schools are research, research. schools. Oh, so we're yeah. state funded then? Because if I you're a research don't. school, you're state funded, like you know, that's why they always have the beef between Arizona State and Arizona because well, Arizona is going to be the research school because it's funded by the state. Yeah. When the state is the private school, or one one of those two, yeah, it's kind of like a, a, a it's it's like a frat for universities, whether you're private or public. It's the Association of American Universities, and you know, Notre Dame knows how to finagle. Yeah, we go yeah. hold. We, we kind of like Disney. We got our own little land, little zip code. We got our own police. Yeah, you know, we, we, 
we ain't slick. So this this is what Father G- Father Jenkins said. Uh, while Notre Dame has long been known for its undergraduate education, we have striven to be a preeminent research institution with superb graduate education, all informed by a Catholic mission. Now, that right there is what has caused an uproar amongst some connected to Notre Dame because of the church, of course. Well, what, I mean, come on. Now, because now, what, you, what do you think? Because when you bring in research and science, a lot of times it collides with faith and belief. And some people have a problem with that. Uh, some people honestly have, let's keep it a buck, because I'll talk about it. Some people had a problem, and I believe there was a post on, uh, some people had a problem with the fact that Notre Dame posted something about Pride Month on, uh, their, social, on their social media. If Notre Dame crosses cross that bridge, I don't know how you even, how do you even operate as the same thing? But they crossed it. It was on their social media page, you know. So a lot of people were upset about that. So because yeah. hey, hey, you get Notre Dame, that's the that's the last stronghold for some Bro. of these people. And so you talk about the AAU and research and, and science, and now a lot of people are trying to, oh, I guess create Uh-oh. a situation. Notre Dame about to, yeah, like a Budweiser, yeah. It, look, hey, that Irish green gonna be something different. They don't get it together, you know. And we're not making light of it. I want to be clear, we're not making light of it. We're just pointing out that yo, know, because of what Notre Dame has stood for for a long time, and we're talking about branding. That's what the conversation was, and how you can mess that up as a player or an athlete on campus and social media and everything, you know. This is a lot. This is a lot. And it gets political without... Oh, it's going to get political for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This... It's going to get political. You but, know? you know, I think uh, it, it's a good test for Notre Dame. You know, the one thing that they've had since, what, 1942 or whenever, 1842? Yeah. That interlocking ND, and it's been pretty consistent since inception. Yeah. Now, in these last little years... <laughs> They finna are they going? I mean, they, they turn around like that, then hey, we need to be rearranging priorities of national championship being number one. Because this stewardship is out the window. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and yo, people grow, right? Brands grow. And hopefully, as they grow in sociological areas. Hopefully they can grow in financial areas and release that NIL money. <laughs> if, if, if Notre Dame is about growth and that's what we're seeing, then go ahead and let least that unleash that money. You know, that's the one thing that they to these do. athletes. I don't know if they ever do that. Do that. Burn it the ground before they do something. <laughs> Tweet that out. Tweet that out. We have released, we have released $50 million to support. NIL for Notre Dame football program and Marcus Freeman. Tweet that out. They would Tweet. fire Father Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, what have you what have you done? Why would you ever do that? Tweet that out. Tweet that out. We have released a budget of $50 yeah, you, million yeah, dollars for the 2024 and 25 classes. Go ahead and release that. That's Tweet what's that going to change the administration. You start affecting them book, them book sale numbers over. Oh, what? Don't do it, Notre Dame. You know they they said we'll do the, we'll we'll cross the line with that other stuff. Well, if you talking about giving up some bread, oh no, no, no. You don't see us do donations every other week, recruiting more and more money. You talk about giving up? No, no. They will fire Father Jenkins. I don't even think he can be fired. They will find a way to fire Father. We will find out that Father Jenkins has bosses that day. <laughs> that day, it'll come across the ticker. Somehow, Father Jenkins got fired. I don't really know. <laughs> For relinquishing funds. <laughs> oh, dude. Have somebody out there on the quad like Reverend Brown from Coming to America. My God, my God, there is a God somewhere. There's a God somewhere. 
we have released fifty million dollars oh. to the NIL fund. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it'll be crazy. I mean, we would. I think it would just make us unfair. We would have everything. Just think about it. we would have everything. If NIL wasn't a thing for Notre Dame, we would have it all. It would literally be unfair. <laughs> Nick Saban really be up at the podium crying. How are we going to compete? They got the bag. They got the schedule. They do their own thing. They got the TV. Ain't no Bama TV on Saturday night. Dude, Matt D said Notre Dame would have 25 stars Ooh. if they released that kind of money. Ooh. It wouldn't be fair. Hey, boy, they, Dante will call back like, hey, yo, 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 yo. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Y'all got the money now? Yeah, I got some. I drop him duffels off. Yeah, we would be too attractive as a school. Oh man, great conversation, man, and how we kind of expanded it with social media, nil impacting Notre Dame players and what it may be look like moving forward. Oh, Reverend Brown, Reverend Brown, <laughs> you see them cats on the quad pass around basketball, like like. Lisa McDowell had talking about donations, donations. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It would be a shame. It would be, man, listen. Oh, man. The one thing I know Notre Dame will never do, and that's not have an opportunity to be a good steward. And good stewardship is equal into conservativeness. But that's pocket change left. You can't get the pocket change without being and not being a good steward. You know how people get rich? <laughs> <laughs> Saving a pocket change. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh financial transition. People over here are, are learning those lessons in life. It ain't about it is about the pocket change in life. And it's the unwillingness to ever give that pocket change up. Is how you go have that bag for a long time. <laughs> The unwillingness to give out of the pocket change is what I mean, they fighting it now because this is the time. It's the time when we open up the pockets. NIL, you know, the coaching inflation, coaching contract. No name is like, we're not budging or budgeting. Andy Lugwick trying to slide a, a slide a little envelope. That's how much it's gonna cost. No, we're good. <laughs> no, we're good. Give it out that much. Hey, man, look here. Notre Dame, Father Jenkins, Jack Swarbrick. Y'all want to end this Justin Scott recruitment? Oh. Go, go ahead and release that tweet, though. End it tomorrow. Go end ahead it. and release that tweet. 50 mil dedicated to the 24 and 25 classes. You Do it the weekend. Do it the weekend that the 25 class comes to your campus for the Irish invasion. That's so, when you go up to the podium and tell the right stuff for Marcus Freeman to say. That's when you start writing Marcus Freeman scripts. Guess what we got? That's when you, that's when you make guest appearances and pop up, writing emails to the fans. That's when you do that. Hey, usually that cat Marcus comes in a form fit hoodie and shirt. That cat Marcus might come topless, bro. That cat might be so excited he forgets to put the shirt on bro like wait a minute i gotta announce this wait, 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 before yeah, they yeah. change their mind yeah forget like forget all the intros we get straight to it listen what we just did we just changed the game over here Notre Dame. the pocketbooks checking account savings accounts are open money got dropped into the escrow we can get oh, boy that dude would be so mad you talking about sprinting to the podium man it would change life, and it's, and it's, and it's like a, a a quantifiable thing. Where we would we know what would change life at Notre Dame. That's the thing man. they know. You think Marcus Freeman goes to work every day? He just knows, man. We just had ten thousand dollars. Man, we just had fifty thousand. Man, if we just gave Cardinal Tate a new little crib over here, man, we would be straight. Oh man, he knows this, but he like, man, I gotta go out here and fly all the way out there. Convinced them with some stuff when I know they ain't got their toilet working and some other things going on. They looking for the 
Hey. So it would be too easy if we got that bag. And I think that's what Marcus Freeman is learning. That's why I don't know if he, even in his greatness, I don't know if he'll be there a long time. Because he need to get that Kevin Sumlin treatment. Where he just, they roll it out the red carpet for him. Now, Kevin Sumlin messed it up. Oh, he definitely messed it up. When he first got there, oh, everybody wanted to play for Kevin Sumlin. Cousins at Texas A&M, they giving up that bag, too. Hey. That dime bag messed it up on the weekend too with Johnny. That's what really messed it up, but I'll <laughs> I'll leave it alone. <laughs> Johnny going into games a little messed up. A little under the influence, my man. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Someone in the chat asked what might look. I told you guys as we get ready to get out of here. I told you guys what this NBA Finals was going to look like. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? I told you. Now, Miami's going to make adjustments to come out playing really hard in game two. And it doesn't mean a thing because they can't stop Joker and they can't stop Jamal Murray. They can't stop the pick and roll and the handoffs and the two-man games. Nothing they can do. And I feel bad for Jimmy Butler because he recognized last night there's nothing we can do. An absolute man. There's nothing we can do. Joker plays a game at his own pace, so it's like you just got to just hope he misses the shot, and that just sucks. You, hey, bro, you know, you, know who, you know who the Miami Heat are right now? The Miami Heat are Notre Dame every time they make it to the college football playoff. Just under undermatched. Just I mean outmatched. Just and you reckon you recognize it early, like yeah. Remember early in that Alabama game, you was just like, eh, nah. Even on the uh, court when they're showing from the 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 other view from the yeah. basket, they yeah. look way smaller than Denver. Right. <laughs> Way smaller. Like it's like Denver oh, is the Space Jam monsters. They are so much bigger than them boys. That cat Aaron Gordon is getting ready to eat. Do you hear He's me? He's like 6'10. He he is noticeably bigger than their biggest player, which is a 6'9 athletic fowler in Bam Adebayo. He's about to eat all series. Bam, Bam is so small compared to Jokic. <laughs> It's just that's just the style that they you know they not but didn't I didn't I tell you he was too small for Joker? Didn't I tell you that? But you can see it though, like oh my god, like you can't do nothing with the man. And then when he wants to, he just gonna put his shoulder in your chest, you're bouncing back, and he just takes a non-athletic jump shot. And this is why this is why Joe Mazula is an idiot. <laughs> Let me give you the stat. In these playoffs, teams have shot 58% against the Miami Heat inside the three-point line. Oh, yeah. 58%. However, they defend the three-point line better than anyone else in the playoffs, the Miami Heat. No wonder why they go. What did the Celtics do? All series? Threes. Jacked up threes. Idiots. (laughs) What did Denver come out and do in the first quarter? Went straight to the paint. It was paint. We don't kill you in this paint. Vincent had matchups on Gordon at times. It was just like, <laughs> and yeah. then it looked like they just gave shots to Max Struess last night. Like you go ahead and shoot that, because it's no matter how many points they shoot, they can't stop them twos. No, or them rebounds. So Jimmy Butler got to have forty. They next best player got to have. Something ridiculous. They, bro, I said it, I tweeted out last night. The difficulty in going from defending teams that like to stand still and play one-on-one and a team that constantly moves. Yeah. Bro. All this five is, playing defense. That's a totally different team. Yeah. And then the big man is the one passing the ball from the top of the key. Pass it. <laughs> that makes it to when he wants to, and it's like it's like man, there's no answer for that. So to start man. with no answer with that, all the other stuff is just like it's overwhelming. 
you know, you can't stop one guy. And you know he's coming. You know he gonna, he's not going to beat you with no speed, no athleticism, no size or well, size. But it's manageable size. He ain't like he's Shaq. He's a Shaq with a Larry Bird game. Like, crazy. And, dude, Denver, I think, shot 20, I think Denver shot 20% from three last night. They were broke. They're not going to do that again. If, if they heat up, oh, man. Because their bench is nice. You got the yeah. brown dude. Bruh. Once again, here are the rest of the uh, guys that are in town. Don't forget, Irish Invasion. Uh, Brian Driscoll will be there. I'll be driving down immediately after church to watch some of the best juniors in the nation. Marshall Pritchett, son of Wes Pritchett, will be there. Uh, Jerome Bettis Jr., I believe, will be there. So we'll see the best of the best in the 25 class. And we'll see if we leave that with an offer from Notre Dame. But other official visits this weekend, Styles Prescott, Hamilton, Indiana, Southeastern offensive tackle. He's been to Notre Dame multiple times. I think this is like his fifth visit. And Notre Dame remains on top for the young man. You know, he's a must get in my opinion, because you're going to have to battle well into the fall for Kirby Lambert. It will go a long way to get Styles Prescott into the class and solidify the tackle position and then hope you can win the battle for Kirby Lambert. Paul Minky Jr., who is a long-ranging safety out of Sabolo, Texas, Samuel Clemens High School. You have to keep your eyes on him. You know, some people like him a lot. He's okay to me when I watched this film and he was blown away when he came here in April. So he comes back for another visit with his family and we'll see where he falls. Uh, they have some other safeties coming in. I don't know where he sits at the top. And ultimately if the visit goes well, Notre Dame probably will springboard themselves to the top of his list. Fort Wayne's North Side safety, Bronte Johnson. You gave the film uh, breakdown to Bronte, and you immediately said, yep, we need these type of dudes. <laughs> as soon as I turned on the film, you didn't even give an analysis of his film. You were just like, the fact that he is one of those dudes that will bring something else to the locker room besides the good old boys that yeah. we usually see in Notre Dame, we need that type of energy. We need that type of energy. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Bronte Johnson, who I tip my cap because he had offers from other Power 5 schools when he had the conversation with, for, with Notre Dame, and they told him what he needed to do, and he did it. It had a fantastic uh, semester, scholastically. So he didn't have to do that. He could have just said, screw Notre Dame. I'll take the Power 5 offers that I have. Obviously, Notre Dame is at the top of his list. He's very interested. He's willing to go above and beyond for Notre Dame. And he would be a huge get at safety, in my opinion, for Notre Dame to get him out of Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne guys got to keep the Indiana guys in house too. Man. Absolutely. So, uh, Jay Carr, outlook. In the 25 class, I want to see Marshall Pritchett without question. Uh, also, Notre Dame's having the offensive line camp this weekend as well. So some of the top offensive linemen will be there with Joe Rudolph tomorrow and then the Irish Invasion for the rest of the junior class is Sunday. So it's a full, full weekend of visits and camps and everything. Notre Dame is really going all out this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of these kids, man. I want to see the kids in 25 class at the safety position. That's what I'm interested in and watching all of the safeties. And then I'm interested in watching all of the wide receivers. I'm not sure if Tyler Turner out of Illinois is going to be there because he pretty much knows he's been offered already. So there's no need for him to be there. But if he shows up, that just shows the relationship he has with Chancey Stuffy. Right. Right. Because he doesn't need to go camp and know that maybe he already has an offer. 
He's number one wide receiver in Illinois. He knows what it is. That's right. He knows. So. Did I forget anybody? I'm trying to think. Um, Davis Andrews. We already talked about Keedron Young, and you broke down his film earlier. But Davis Andrews is another individual be on campus, and it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. This young man more than likely will be taking or going on a mission probably next year, right after high school left. So to get him in a class and then not have him for a couple of years, we'll see if Notre Dame is interested in going down that road. Hopefully we make that move. I'm hoping we do. I mean, listen, the more the merrier. I think we're in a really good spot. Now we just got to tie the bow by getting these wins locked in. Yeah, I agree. Great show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As I said before, can't do it without you. 21 years today left. The Wire hit HBO. Do you have any of your top five left? Definitely top five. I was thinking about going back over it this year as a memorial. I started watching it last night. Yep. You just turn it on, man. And it's just, uh, it's crazy how production was then and then how it would look now if they did a remastered version, you know? But yeah, the, the, the story is still the same. You still get with it. And, and, and character development is so important. Because Omar, I immediately fell in love with it as, as a character. I'm like, okay, I'm going to like this dude. I liked Stringer Bell initially because he was the smart dude, right, that was trying to get out the game, trying to buy real estate, you know. And he was a snake, bro. He was a snake. He was doing things, doing things by his own boy's back. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's just a, it's amazing how characters develop. You start out liking them, and then it's like, man, I started out thinking Bodie was a chump, and yep. Bodie ended up being one of the G's. One of the G's. One of the G's of the show. So, and then young Michael, I never saw that coming when he turned. No, no. So, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Shout out to the wire. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction. Petty Junction, Petty Stories of the Day, brought to you by Adora Whiskey. That premium American whiskey, AdoraWhiskey.com. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I was on Bama Sports Instagram today. They talked about how Jalen Milrow is in making his own summer camp with his receivers or spring camp with the receivers down in Florida. Uh-huh. Invite all the guys to go down there. And I commented under the picture saying, LOL, Tommy doesn't give a darn. <laughs> and Ty Simpson liked it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you were being super petty today. You would be a super petty today. And you're telling me that Ty Simpson liked what you said? He liked he liked the comment. Because he agreed with it. Ty Simpson is getting ready to transfer, bro. <laughs> Ty Simpson is getting ready to be out of there, bro. He's had he's had enough of Tommy already. He said, I'm not already. Already. Sticking around for it. Let me hate a little bit. Did you see that LSU players were introduced to their new helmets yesterday? Air-conditioned ones, right? With built-in air condition that lasts for five hours? Yeah. What do you you think about that, bro? 
I really well, got to see how it feels because first of all, that's a waste of money in South Bend because that's only for like a game, maybe two. <laughs> that you need unless it had heat. Unless it had heat. So now you got a full furnace, huh? That's able to provide both. Man, look, they're trying. There's only so many ways you can redo a helmet. Putting a freaking air conditioning unit in there is next level. Next, they're gonna have somewhere where you can read the plays or something on the on the visor. Or something. Oh, the visor that would be dope. That'd be hard. That'd be That'd hard. Be dope. But it's still collision. You know, all that stuff is damaged with water and uh, speed and collision. <laughs> <laughs> So Makai Wingo tried it on. He was like, yo, what's that? Like, AC. Like, man, how long does it last? Five hours. Like, yo, that's tight. It could believe it. All of them, as soon as they put on, like, ooh. It must be really game-changing. I mean, down in Louisiana, bro. It, it can, yeah, you better not spend no money on that. Yeah, it can get heated, bro. It could get it could get heated. So the Pritchett family, man, they are on their way. They just tweeted out about 20 minutes ago. They'll be in South Bend this weekend. It's good. Look, hey bro, I'm amped, bro. I'm amped. I'm amped to see these 25 kids, bro. I'm amped. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. But most of all, you have to make sure. As you find a way to spin it different. Different. Let's go. All right.